We have, uh, couldn't ask for anything better. Uh, let's begin by reading Psalm 103. That's in the back of your bulletin there in the word search puzzle. Psalm 103. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Happy Sunday, everybody. As you notice in the front of your bulletin, there's an eagle. And an eagle is one of those majestic birds. Does anybody have a clue, actually, how many times the eagle is mentioned in the Bible? It's actually mentioned quite a few times. I was surprised because, you know, there, there's like the elephant, there's big animals and so forth out there, but God makes reference to the eagle 34 times throughout scriptures. That's amazing. So there must be something really important about the eagle that God refers to it so many times. That the eagle is so majestic. And I'm sure all of us have seen eagles, especially in the spring when they come uh, uh, coming in uh, by a multitude of groups coming in and Sand Lake and around here in the Wall Bay area as well. The eagle is so neat. And one of the things about the eagle is that it soars. It doesn't, you see most birds, they flap their wings. They have to flap their wings so they can get off the ground and fly and so forth. But not the eagle. You see, the eagle needs an uplifting wind to get it off the ground so it can soar. If an eagle was to flap its wings big, it's so big and so forth, they would probably die because it can't, it doesn't have enough energy to do that. And an eagle is so sharp. God makes reference to the eagle so many times in making reference to us because we need to be like the eagle. We need to be sharp. We need to be, be able to soar and allow the Spirit, you know, the Holy Spirit can lift us up emotionally. Not off the ground physically, but emotionally the spirit can say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to lift you up. And I'm going to tell you something this morning that you're not going to want to hear. One of the things in our lives is our brain. And we know that our brain is a lethal weapon. And our brain controls how we think and how we act. And I'm going to tell you, that the storms that are raging in your life, you know, you might have maybe a tropical depression, you might have a, a category one hurricane, you might have a, a category 10 hurricane maybe brewing today. But I'm gonna tell you, 
that the reason that storm is brewing is because of you. You are the ones that are creating the storms in your life. Now, it's easy to blame somebody else. Oh, so-and-so is mean to me or somebody else mistreats me and so forth. But you are the one that allowing that hurricane to build up. And we need to have that sense of calmness. We need to have that, that time out, so to speak. You know, you look at the kids when they go to school and they go to daycare. What's one thing they all have all the time? Time out. Quiet time. They got to have quiet time. So if kids can have quiet time, you know what? We need quiet time in our lives as well. We need to get to the eye of the hurricane to have that quiet time. While the storm is raging on around us, it's not going to impact us. We are going to be quiet. An eagle, when it soars, most of the time, it will soar alone. Even though they may mate for life, they like their quiet time. And they sit up there. And one thing that an eagle has that we need to have is patience. An eagle is perched up there. And you know, I don't know how many of you know this, an eagle has two sets of eyes. I didn't realize that, but it actually has two sets of eyes. One for basically just being casual, but the other set is for when it's in flight. Because with the wind currents and so forth and the water, it would injure the other eye, but this other eye is so much stronger and it's four times better vision than what we have when we're perfect vision. So an eagle's up there, and like we said earlier in our prayer, it can see a, mile, a rabbit a mile away. So there's the eagle. He's looking up there and he sees the rabbit. And the rabbit goes into the hole. And the eagle just sits there. I got more patience than you. And he's waiting for the rabbit to come out of the hole. Eventually the rabbit will come out. The eagle knows that. And all of a sudden the rabbit comes out and the eagle has his lunch. Patience is a virtue. Patience is something that God gives us. But we have to use that patience. We got to have patience in our lives. If we fail to have patience, we're going to get that storm that's going to be raging in our life. God gave us the ability to be able to, to soar like the eagle. To be calm, cool, collected, radiant, almighty, wonderful, gracious. That's what the eagle is all about. The eagle is strong. It is confident. Our steadfast faith, we need to have that steadfast faith in God. You know, one of the cute sayings that I came across is that you can, it is hard to soar with the eagle <laughs> when you're running with the turkeys. And you know what? I hate to say this, but there's a lot of turkeys in our lives. And there are a lot of turkeys. There are a lot of people out there who are turkeys. Who will basically try to do anything to basically puff themselves up and bring you down. They have problems in their life, and the only way they can solve their problem is to make you look bad, and it makes them look better. And sometimes when that happens, then it gets into us, it starts dividing into us, it starts conquering into us, and pretty soon our brain takes over and says, I'm not doing very well, I'm having a really hard day. And somebody said, were you a bird on my perch yesterday? Because that's the way I felt. I felt that this raging storm was going on. You control 
the strength of the storm. You control what you think about. You control your environment. God gave us a brain to use. Use it. It's so unfortunate. There, are, there was two people that were killed this past week because they were distracted or they weren't paying attention. One went through a stop sign and a semi came along, boom, hit into the car and the woman died. And then there's another individual not paying attention. You know, we talk about being things that are just interfering with our lives and causing us to, to not uh, uh, really focus on what we're doing. We lose focus. And they were in a grain bin. And they suffocated. That happens so many times here in the Dakotas where people will go into grain bins and not pay attention. Not thinking about what they're doing. And they end up giving up their lives. The eagle is majestic, it's extremely bold, it's courageous, and it's powerful. You know, God has sent many people into armies. He's had many leaders who were courageous. David, Moses, uh, the list goes on, Solomon. There are so many people who are majestic and mighty, and, and they, are, they have the strength of the eagle. Greater is he that is in us than who is in the world. You know, David was alone when he fought Goliath. You know, sometimes we get our strength by being in, solemn, in solitude and just being alone. You know, if you're having a really stressful day, why not grab your lawn chair and go outside in the dark and just plop your lawn chair down and look up at the stars, something that God created for. You see, we need peace. We need calmness in our lives, especially now because we are being so overridden by so many things in our lives as coronavirus, uh, just so many things going on. Wouldn't it be nice just to sit out there and just look up at the stars, look at the wonder, think about what God created for us? It is awesome. You know, the other thing too, and, and, I, and I think, uh, Twyla, you had Purple Martins too, and the interesting thing about purple martins, they're almost like little eagles. If you ever pay attention to them, those who had purple martins, and when you see them next time, they will do soaring. They will actually soar. They don't always flap their wings. I remember watching one day as they were up there, they were just like just soaring around up there. And it's like, wow, that is so awesome. God, you know, God created so much for us. Are we paying attention? Are we looking at the beauty that God has given us? Or are we being clouded by the darkness that surrounds us? You know, eagles are faithful for life. They will, when they made up, they will be there for life. I know in our lives, there's one person who will be faithful to us at all times. From before we were conceived in our mother's womb until we die. That is the person that we need to have in our lives at all times to give us that strength when we are weak, to give us that courage when we don't have it. And that's God. How often do we not pay attention to God's wonderfulness? We need to soar. 
We need to get above all that's ailing us. You know, an eagle knows when a storm is coming. It can detect it. So when a storm is coming, it will go out there, it'll start soaring. Does it fly through the storm? Does it fly into the storm? Does it ask for trouble? No. The eagle will go up and up and up and pretty soon it'll be above the storm. The storm's down here and the eagle is above it. And he's just laughing at everybody down here who is in the storm. And he's gliding above it. Because he knows where the danger is at. He avoids the danger. God gives us a brain. Use it. Avoid danger. Avoid bad situation. And if you get yourself in a situation, don't let it bring you down. No. You control the storm in your life. Get that category 10 down to a 9, then an 8, and get it down to a tropical depression. Then get rid of it altogether because life is not worth the storm. Life is about us worshiping and praising and giving God all the glory. Now you'll notice in the front there, in your bulletin, the eagle has a passenger. <laughs> I kind of chuckle at that. It looks kind of cool in a way. But I can guarantee you one thing, that's not the eagle's choice to have that passenger on there. That raven wants to raise cable. He wants to raise cane. He wants to mess things up. He's on the eagle. He thinks he's... He's on there, he's on the eagle's back, and he's pecking away at the eagle, and the eagle totally ignores it. And then if the raven gets too, too embunctious, the eagle knows how to get rid of that raven. Now, he doesn't turn his head around to try to peck at the raven. That would be a bad thing to do. It's kind of like us when we're planting out in the field and we're going straight and all of a sudden we go like this. We look behind us, well, our straight road just became crooked. And the eagle knows that if he looks up behind him, he's, he's going to get into a free fall. So the eagle uses his brain. He says, I will get rid of that raven. And what, he do, what does he do? He soars up and up and up to the point where there's not enough oxygen for the raven. The eagle, I don't know how the eagle can do it. The eagle can fly up there with the airplanes. That raven can't. And pretty soon the raven just falls off because he can't stand it up there anymore. It's too cold, not enough oxygen. He needs that. What did the eagle do? Absolutely nothing. He just flew up. He avoided the situation. And that's what we need to do. When there is trouble on our backs, when there is trouble, a, a trouble that is like a piggyback on our backs, just keep on going forward and focus. The eagle has one thing. He focuses on getting rid of the raven. He's going to go up. The raven's going to be gone. When our lives, when we have somebody that is doing bad things for us, we keep looking forward to God. We keep our minds on God. And eventually, if you have the faith, this faith the size of what? A mustard seed? If you have that type of a faith, your troubles, they're not all going to go away. But at least you're going to get that category 10 down to maybe a category 5. Something you can manage. Something you can take care of. Oh, yes. 
The eagle is a smart bird. We need to be as smart as that bird. And I, I, like I said, I find it interesting that God mentions the eagle so many times throughout scriptures, and yet, you know, I don't think it mentions an elephant even once. <laughs> it's a big mammal. It's a big animal. It mentions the lion a few times and a bear and so, you know, some of them other animals, but the eagle is just majestic. And I mentioned that the eagle is patient and that it can approach storms and knows when they're coming. We need to, you know, if we see a storm coming, why engage it? Avoid it. Then, there, then there's discipline. The eagle has to discipline her little eaglets. And sometimes she will go to extreme measures to discipline them. You know, throughout, throughout life, throughout our history, God has disciplined us as well. You know, there are times when God was actually angry at us. Like us, we get angry maybe with somebody else. But one thing God does not do is hold a grudge. If he did, we wouldn't be here. I can guarantee you that. We would have been wiped off the universe. This earth would have been gone just like that. But God loves us so much. And like that eagle taking care of her little eaglets, we are the little eaglets down here on this planet. And God is saying, I want to take care of you. And, and yes, you're going to get into some trouble. And you might be disciplined a couple times here and there. Get over it and, uh, and repent and obey and have faith and confidence and keep your focus on me, God says. That's what we need to do. Keep our focus upon God Almighty. I mentioned that our brain is what's controlling our lives. And I said, you know, if we can control that, it'd be so great. If we can control the brain, then indeed, we will have peace and tranquility. After all, the truth will set you free. Once we realize the truth about what we can do in our lives, once we understand what God will do in our lives, God says the truth will set you free. It doesn't get any better than that. Why do we not grasp onto it? Why do we allow that raven to be pecking away at our lives when God is saying, no, get rid of that raven? Get rid of those things that are ailing you in your lives. You control. We did it back in the Garden of Eden. We ate of that apple out there. We have the freedom of choice. We did it then. We haven't lost that control. We can control whether we decide to worship and praise God or whether we don't. We have the ability to give, give God all the glory and all the honor and all the praise every day in our life. When you look in the mirror in the morning and if you're having a chaotic day, look in the mirror and say, I can control this. God, give me the strength. I can do it. And you got to say it like you mean it. I think sometimes we'll say, oh God, I need some strength. We just kind of say it casually. It's like, oh Lord, help me through this time. 
You know, if you want to get somebody's attention, that's how you do it, right? God says to be persistent. God, I need strength. I need to get over this. And you've got to say it like you mean it. And when you do that, God says, oh, okay, you got my attention. Let's, let's take care of this. I'm not saying that God doesn't listen to the silent prayers. I'm saying that sometimes we need to get aggressive with our brain. You know, put some emotion into it because God loves emotion. He gave us emotion for a reason, to use it for a positive thing in our lives. And, and if we need strength, God, give me the strength to make it through today. Yes, I can do it. When you see eagles flying in the air, I want you to think about yourself. And I want you to think about God. You can look up at the eagle and say, wow, that eagle's soaring up there. How is my life soaring? Am I soaring through life? Or is there a passenger up there on my, on my eagle? On me? You will see, even around here, there will be some birds that try to attack the eagle. They swoop down. They, they try to attack the hawks and the eagles. The devil's out there trying to attack us as well. He attacks us every day. He will do what it is, whatever he can to, to discourage us, to bring us down. But no, it is not going to happen. Once we realize the truth, once we realize the fullness of God's love and his expectations of us, once we realize that our brain can control the emotions that are rolling on inside of us, once we can control and say, no, and I've said it before, stop. When you get into a situation, stop. And pray to God. Prayer is such a wonderful thing for us. When you pray to God, say, thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity to get through this in my life. I know things are not easy, but Lord, you are there for us. <laughs> Isn't God great? Can I hear a honk of horns to say that God is great? Oh, yes. That is so awesome. God is great and wonderful. And you go home, honk your horn. And they say, why are you honking your horn? Because God is great. That is so great and wonderful. Soar like the eagle. And the truth will set you free. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This is indeed a great and wonderful day. God bless each and every one of us. It is God's day every day. Amen. At this time, we will go ahead and gather the offering.